Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Yeah, welcome into uh, uh, the Blues Brothers on SENZ. Manaya in for Ricardo, and alongside me is Steve Devine. Steve, how are you going, mate? Good. Yeah, very well, thank you. Yourself? You're not too bad, mate. Have you had a, a busy week? It has been a busy week, um, but uh, we're getting to the to the end of it. Uh, fortunately, hump day, so we're halfway yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, really looking forward to the footy this weekend. It's, there's a couple of absolute crackers. Yeah, and we're getting down to the pointy end as well, but we get a start. This is Blues Brothers, so we get to start with one of my favourite matchups. Um, I love when the Knights play the Dragons in league, and I love when the Blues play the Reds uh, in Union, just, just for the name. Um, and the Reds are no chumps. You know, that they, they were second on the table on the Australian Conference, um, but the Blues just far too good in the end, 53-26. Yeah, see, the problem with the Aussie teams is they've, they've got a really good team on paper at the start of the year before there's any injuries once you know the season gets on they take a couple of injuries and then things spread out a little bit so I mean the Reds were lucky enough to have James O'Connor back which which yeah. made a big improvement but he was great too. He, he was good and uh, he, he led the, f- the team around better you know they scored some pretty good tries but man the confidence the Blues are playing with at the moment it's just it's just like nothing I've ever seen before watching watching oh. them so you know they're on a roll. The confidence is up. They're throwing balls. It's sticking. You know it's just it's 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 pretty to watch. Like you got to give it. It is it is some pretty entertaining rugby at the moment. It really it really is. I mean, a lot of people were giving uh, the Blues a bit of stick last year for winning the Trans Tasman title, saying it wasn't. You know, you got to put an asterisk next to that title. The Blues aren't a real contender this year. Well, they've shut all of those critics up because they are the form team. They're the team to the beat. If you want to win Super Rugby this year, the title goes through the Blues, doesn't it? Yeah, I think uh, once you get those semi-finals, things things can change. You can have an off night, and uh, and mm. it'll all be over. But uh, listen, they're definitely going to make a semi. Um, they're probably they're probably up against. I think at the moment, looking towards the Crusaders to play the final dance. But uh, you know, but that's that's down the line a little bit. We have got a hell of a game this weekend <laughs> against the Brumbies. Um, you know, the Reds uh, the Reds have beat the Brumbies uh, earlier in the season in Queensland. So you know, it is doable. They've played some pretty damn good football down. There. There um, in uh, Brumbyland in Canberra. I don't think they've been beaten. Oh, they got beat last weekend by the Crusaders. The Brumbies, yeah. Um, so that's their first loss. So um, you know they got they got a few plays back this week as well, which they is going to help them. Strength last week, yeah. yeah so oh, it's going to be it's going to be tight. This is this is uh, this will this will be a decider match. This one is a real turning point of the season for one of the teams. Yeah, it was. I mean, this game on paper was a massive blowout. Do you think fifty three? I think it was at twenty six. I think that's a fair representation of how the game was. Do you think the Reds were that much outclassed? Um, when the Blues get it right, they're, they're hard to stop, right? When the Blues, when they, when they get that um, momentum, when they get the Fords going over the advantage line, they're, they're really hard to stop. And and um, they were good enough to do that to the Reds pack. They they got some go forward and they turned opportunities in from nothing into into opportunities and scored tries. So, you know, looking, if, if I was coming up against uh, the Blues, the way to beat them is exactly how the Brumbies play. You know, they play very tight. A very tight game. They don't kick away possession. If they kick it, it's contestable. Uh, they wait. They're very patient. They wait to get down in your 22, and and that's when they start playing rugby, particularly when they've got a penalty advantage behind them. So, you know, they'll build pressure on the scoreboard. They'll build pressure in your 22, and and uh, it's going to take a it's going to take a hell of a performance to get over the top of them in Canberra. 
Rico Ioane's probably been one of the standouts this year, hasn't he, um, for the Blues, and what's a, a star-studded backline um, and has been from the get-go, and he's going to be out this weekend, but Bryce Heem seems uh, more than capable replacement, doesn't he? Yeah, pretty pretty handy on the weekend. It was first touch, first touch, I yeah. think, he scored, uh, ran a great short ball, and... Uh, and scored and then got a then got a double. So, I mean, Bryce has been around the traps for a long time. I, I'm pretty sure I played with him back in the day. So that he, wasn't that long ago. That mate. was a fair while ago. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, he's been around. He, he knows what to do. He's he's a bit of experience amongst a, a few younger boys. So, um, it, it's always nice having having a little bit of experience at 13 because it's such a key position. Um, he's playing good footy. The whole team's playing good footy. But again, it'll come down to. Uh, how much ball they can get quickly over the avenge line against the the Brumby Ford Pack. Yeah, you mentioned that um, obviously those Australian teams they kind of struggle when they have a couple of key outs. Um, but the the hallmark of the best New Zealand teams has been that sort of next man up mentality, or well, not even mentality, but capability with with the deep rosters that the Crusaders have had over the years, um, and that the Chiefs have had. I, the Blues are starting to feel like they've got that too. Stephen Pettifetta has been um, excellent, and he's been just sort of you know, shoehorned in wherever they can get him on the park. Um, how, how important has that been for the Blues' success this year? Uh, yeah, it's massive. You know, we, you look at a team like the Chiefs has just been massacred with injuries and the Hurricanes at times. So, you know, they've kept a lot of a lot of their players on the field. If they've been out, they've been out for a couple of weeks. We had a, a bit of a, sh- you know, a, a few dramas at the start of the year with Bowden Barrett not being able to get on the field. But, you know, everyone's settled down. There hasn't been two. Harry Plummer's probably been the only major injury of the season where mm-hmm. he's gone for the season. So they've done pretty well, the Blues, to, to keep um, bums on seats, I guess. So uh, it's given a chance for young guys coming into the team um, being surrounded by experience, you know, it, it's different being a young guy being brought in the team when everyone else in the team is young. So, yeah. So having a few young boys in the team with experience to show them the way, to point them in the right direction, has has been good for them. Been really good for them. Uh, you mentioned the uh, younger players and uh, less experienced players. This being a great environment for them to come into with so you know, obviously. When you're winning, that's the, that's the best deodorant. Yeah, um, things are a lot easier, right? Yeah, certainly. Uh, but, you know, Roger Tuivasa-Sheik's come in. He's not young in terms of uh, age-wise, but an experience, you'd say, in, in rugby union to a degree, but certainly in the professional level. How good is that uh, winning culture? How good is the, the experience around him being for his development? Yeah, yeah. listen, it's always a lot easier when uh, when you're winning, obviously, but... You know he, he he's he's a professional like he he's he's an absolute professional mm. and he's come from league where he's he's playing this game like years ago since he's played but I think what he's he's taught mostly of the team is how to train properly and how to train like a professional and, and I know for a fact that a lot of the young kids in the team Caleb Clark and and whatnot yeah. have, have have really latched onto that and and he's really increased uh, the tempo at training and, and what they're doing at training so you know he he's maybe inexperienced on the field, but his experience off the field has really shown the Blues and the younger kids in the Blues, you know, how to train and, and what you do at training means uh, equals how you perform yeah. on Saturday. So um, I'm sure sure the boys are helping him on Saturdays, but he's also been helping the team through the week to, to get themselves ready for those Saturdays. So, I mean, a huge, huge player, such a talent. Um, I, I expect he'll be selected as an All Black this year. Um, do you think, I mean... Off-field, obviously amazing. And like you mentioned, uh, Caleb Clark, every second post on Instagram is him training with uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shik. And it wasn't that a year ago, you know? So that's an immediate impact. And I think uh, it'll be fair to say you can see that on the field for him as well. Um, but on the field for Roger, like, where's the best improvement that he's shown this year? Um, it, his defence has always been pretty solid, I thought. Uh, his passing game 
he's starting really starting to develop he, he's he's getting those um pass post contact his passing game pre-contact putting people into holes is getting better you can definitely see that but uh the last few weeks it's been the contact then the offload you know mm. that that sunny bill type thing we've yeah. seen he's, he's he's had a couple of try assists just from just from exactly doing that so you know it's a big part of the game now um there's a lot of heat on uh, players at the breakdown, it's a it's a it's a it's a time when you can turn the ball over. So if you're able to get the ball away before the ruck is formed, then mm. then it goes a long way to helping you keep the ball. You know, and getting in behind the, the advantage line is is a big part of the game now. And those little offloads, pre and post contact, are, are a huge part of the game. And he he looks to be mastering it. Yeah, we saw him hold the ball up for uh, I think Bryce Ham's second try, um, and he just because. The fact that he is Roger Tuivasa-Shek, I think it, it can tend to freeze a defender a little bit because you know what he's capable of. He could just leave well, you in the dust. Well, the, the one thing you want to do defensively, the one thing you don't want to do defensively is plant your feet. And you know with his footwork, you know you're going to have to plant your feet and get ready because yeah. it could go either way. So he does have that advantage to, to, to then, once you've planted your feet, to get to an outside shoulder and only get like a half tackle rather than a full-on frontal tackle. So... His footwork, it does help him out of a lot of situations. Yeah, doesn't it, Just? Um, I, I don't want to waste this opportunity talking to an all-black halfback. Uh, the, the talk of the town, obviously the midfield's been a big uh, issue of contention, but uh, Falau Fakatava, the story yesterday came out that he's now eligible to play for the all-blacks, which sparks the debate. Who will be in contention for those, uh, I don't know how many all-blacks uh, halfbacks they're going to name in the squad. It sounds like they're going to name 57 players in the squad, but uh, who do you see in that frame for all-black halfback? Uh, I've been saying for probably a month now that uh, uh, Finlay Christie's, I reckon, is the number one halfback in the country right now. Um, he's got the ability to clear the ball and clear the ball very quickly. That used to be uh, Aaron Smith's number one trait, but uh, uh, I just think he's he's a class above Aaron right now in terms of clearing the ball. And then, then for me, number two is Fakatava, who can come on in that last 10 minutes when everyone's a little bit tired and just create havoc around mm. the ruck because... I put him down as being probably one of the best running halfbacks in the world right now. He he comes on and he just creates havoc. He he he's, he snipes around the side. He gets caught in a tackle. He offloads. He puts people into holes around the ruck. And you know and that's that's where we have got to go. Uh, particularly with the All Blacks, we've got to have a plan B. Like we've always had a plan A, and we've this is what we do, and this is how we win games. We're at the last ten, and we wear them down. But sometimes you get in that that fight like we've seen last year against the Irish and, and the South Africans and and go back to the Rugby World Cup in the semi-final mm. against England we we just struggle to get over the advantage line it's not a fast game it's a real slow paced game so our fitness is not going to come in the last 20 so we need to have a plan B and and to me uh Fakatava coming on running around the rucks causing havoc uh is a plan B for me and that's what I like yeah, there'll be some big forwards around the competition that'll be having sleepless nights and picturing that mullet dipping past them um, from Falao Whakatawa. Uh This week's the second last week of the uh, Super Rugby Round Robin competition uh, for everyone except for Moana Pacifica who still have to play a make-up game against the Force. Uh, the Blues have the Brumbies. You've got to say, this is this is match of the round for sure, if not match of the uh, of the competition thus far, wouldn't you think? Did, did, what do you see from this one? Do you think the Brumbies have got enough to, to challenge the Blues or are, are the Blues heading shoulders above the, the Brumbies will be stronger this week than they were last week so we need to make a point of that but uh yeah I, I think the Blues are good enough to go down there I think the forward packs will go at each other pretty hard if the Blues um it can be difficult they've just got to be patient they've just got to be more patient than what they've shown the last few weeks they've got to be patient with the ball down there you're not going to win it in the first five minutes they're going to be prepared to go 75 minutes with this uh with this Brumbies team 
So your prediction, Blues? I'm on the Blues. Brumbies? Yeah, I think they'll, they'll get the job done, but it, uh, it's going to be a bit tighter than what it was last week. A close one. Brilliant. Well, we're going to get to an air break now. On the other side of this, we'll be joined by uh, Blues and All Blacks legend, Kevin Mialamu. Welcome back into Blues Brothers. Manaya filling in for Ricardo. I've got Steve Devine alongside me, and it is our pleasure to join on the line uh, Kevin Mialamu. G'day, Kevin. How are you, mate? Morning, brothers. Hope you're well. Yeah, no, mate. Uh, very well, very well. Um, mate, uh, how have you been? Uh, how have the Blues been going this year, you think? Uh, super proud of the, the way that our boys have been playing. Um, been following, oh, I've been following uh, all through the years, but uh, especially uh, this year when we've been seeing our, our boys play out, of their, play out of their skins pretty much. But... Uh, no, I'm super proud. I know there's a lot of people in, uh, around uh, Auckland and around the country actually talking about how well the boys are going. So, no, super proud and I'm um, looking forward to, to seeing them push on uh, a bit further into, into the next couple of weeks. Yeah, Kevy, we had... Um we had a, uh, Kurt Eklund on a, a few weeks ago having a chat um, uh, as being a former hooker yourself. Uh, how, how do you think he's been travelling over the last couple of months? Um, it's, it's been great to, you know... I think I was. Uh, I had a chat to someone about him a couple of weeks ago, and just just saying, you know, his journey to where he is today. Um, sometimes you have to go the long way, and you know, he's being an Auckland boy. He's he's played a little bit outside outside the region, and to see him come back and really own that position, um, it's, it's been really special to see. But man's been putting down uh, quite a bit, and I'm I'm proud to see that as well. So good to see his his form has been on point uh, this year. And, you know, uh, hopefully we see a push for push for higher honours as well. A couple of outs this weekend. Uh, both the Ioani brothers are not going to be able to play. How big uh, a, a miss are they going to be for the Blues? And, and how good have they both been um, for this season so far? Um, I, I think both of them, uh, Rico especially, um, mm. uh, well, um, well Bro's been out as well. You've seen him really, um, you know, stand up and probably... Quite a few years into it now, you can see start to see his leadership uh, popping through as well. But um, you know, um, when you see them both play together, together, and you see the physicality and the and how dynamic they are around the field, um, you know that they'll, they'll, they'll definitely leave a hole. But I think what you've seen uh, throughout the season with the Blues is that they just whoever gets the opportunity steps up to the mark and and um, carries on with a good form as well. Gavi, obviously, um, you know they're, they're a different team this year from from the last few years. What, what do you think the one thing is that that's you know different this year around? Um, I don't know. I can see some really good continuity with the team. Uh, you know, like when we were lucky enough to be successful uh, with the Blues, um, forwards and back interplay was always a was a highlight for people to watch. And it's something that you can sort of see they they got good continuity. They they play well together, and um, you can see they're really enjoying themselves. So I think those those things put together they they really um, add to what uh, blue successful teams look like. And you can tell that the fans are getting around them as well. I mean, obviously it's been so hard for Kiwi sports fans to get along to live sporting events, and then when they finally could, the turnouts were a little disappointing. But on the weekend, I mean, Eden Park looked great. There were there were Plenty of people there filling the stands. How good is it to see the fans back in the stands again? I can tell you, there's nothing better than playing at Eden Park when there's um, when the stands are full. So you can. Um, it's a great way for the players to be able to um, show their appreciation back uh, to uh, to the fans when they're out in the out in the out in the stands. But I can tell you, there's nothing better than playing in front of um, Eden Park when 
understandable. So it's a it's a it's a win win situation, not only for the fans but for the players. Uh, nothing better than playing in front of your people. Kevy, some would say that those full stands were down to the curtain raiser that was played. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the tag tournament by the old boys. Um, we missed you. We missed you on Saturday night, mate. On that one. Yeah, no, I was good. I, I I couldn't make it, but I'm um, seeing some of the some of the videos and stories and um, and some of the pictures. Man, our, our boys look like um, they are not skipping a beat out there. Yeah, for the, for those that don't uh, know at home, we had a, a little tag tournament before the match. Uh, a few of the old boys and. Uh, with a sprinkle of kids thrown, thrown through. And I can tell you, Doug Hallett's boys, uh, <laughs> the apple hasn't fallen too far from the tree. With those with those three, man, they can run, step, they can do everything. What the heck? Yeah, mate, I couldn't uh, believe it. Hey, they even look like Dougie. <laughs> it's great to have Dougie back in the scene too. Like, I think not everyone knows that uh, Dougie's you know, back uh, in that space as well. And to have one of our blues, an Auckland legend, an all-black legend uh, back in the... Back in that space, um, you see some rubble on, on our players as well, right? Yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was certainly good fun reconnecting with a few of those old boys. Uh, Tony Coughlin, a Blues uh, prop from the past. He played in the early 2000s. He, he, I reckon he's probably dropped 30 kilos. He looks like he can run marathons. He's, right? he's ripped to shreds. Would he have been your standout performer? Uh, he he still liked to run straight and hard, which is sort of defeats the purpose of uh, tag a little bit. But uh, he's a Ford. He's a Ford. It takes time to change forwards, mate. Yeah. Hey, Kevy. Hey, what happened, you know, um, from all these years of us getting um, slagged from uh, the backs about uh, being overweight and uh, being slow, great to see some of our, some of our front rowers now um, on the other side, right? <laughs> yeah, mate, he's in, he's in great shape. And also, mate, you're in, uh, you're in pretty good shape at the moment. Uh, you've, got a, you've got a fight coming up? Yes, we've got, uh, we've got a fight for life coming up on the 21st of July. So um, I've just been putting in a, a quite a bit of work with uh, Monty Beatham, um, preparing for a fight against uh, Wadangi Kupu. So, um, you know, very it's uh, it's a, a very humbling experience to, to or journey to be on um, because I know uh, there's nowhere to hide or no teammates to tag in when um, when the going gets tough. But I'm looking forward to the to the challenge and um, and the training is going well as as well. Mate, is it is it a uh, is it a fundraiser type thing? The fight for life. Yes, um, I, I think um, it's all in support of um, Iron Hope with uh, Mike King, so it's a it's a great initiative to get behind. Um, but you know, when I think of some of the, um, it's still a personal journey, you know, because stepping into the ring, uh, whether you've done it before or you haven't, it still takes that courage and um, belief that uh, you, you're hoping to come out the other side well and and um, yeah, with a W, nice little. I, I can't imagine just even making the walk to the ring, uh, let alone actually getting inside the thing. But uh, have you done much scouting on your opponent yet? Have you get a are you putting a game plan together? I tell you, when we had to do the um, uh, do the photo shoot and we had to take our shirts off, I was mm. looking at one and you like, um, I, I don't feel comfortable taking a picture here. <laughs> <laughs> You should have uh, you should have toned, uh, called in uh, TC mate Tony Coughlin in to give a, um, <laughs> a few taps. Could, could have put your face on his body. Look, I, yeah, I need a something like that. Yeah. I you know, echo the sentiments. I, I play uh, I played basketball with him on a couple of occasions uh, just on the weekends, and he's uh, the first bloke to take his shirt off, and he'll leave it off. I reckon he might be in better <laughs> shape now, um, certainly looks wise, uh, than he was when he was playing. So best of luck for you uh, with that one, and I hope the training's going well. Is that where you were just now at training? 
Um, um, you know, at the moment, just uh, being running Wednesday is always, uh, it's, uh, I'm on local board here in Papakura, so uh, running from meeting to meeting, uh, just this is where my community is and where my local businesses as well. So uh, Wednesday is usually online or uh, in meeting. Plenty going on, mate. Um, just before we let you go, thanks very much for your time, by the way. Um, Roger Tuivasa-Sheik's been looking uh, phenomenal. Um, the the hot debate across all the, all the shows here on the station this week, uh, who's the all-black midfield going to be? Has, has he done enough to put his hand up for that jersey? Well, that's a, that's a good question. Um, Hard-hitting yeah, hard on this show, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's good. Um it's a good question, actually. You know, just as I'm looking around, this has been great timing for uh, uh, for Roger to come through because the team's doing really well. And if it, you want to be, able, if you want to learn, because you know you ever think about how many games this is, especially at rugby, back at rugby. So um, this is it's a good position to be in, uh, a successful team. And all you have to do is pretty much worry about your role. So from that sort of standpoint, I think. Um, uh, RTS is on a on he's, he's up on the rise. He's, he's um, definitely learning his, his game well, but um, you know we still have to look around and, and see some of the other talent that's been there before. And um, it's, it's something that he adds to the to the picture is that competition. Mm. And we know he's going to get better with time because he's a he's a he's a he's a true professional. So um, I don't think it'll be long before we see him in the black jersey. Uh, but also we, we we still have to look at uh, who's been who else is in that. Um, that space and been, and been there doing it well as well. Kevin, you obviously uh, a pretty massive game this weekend against the Brumbies in Canberra. It's always hard to win over there. Um, do they need to do anything different this week? How, how are they going to how are going to knock off the Brumbies over there? I think they've they've got a they've got the, the recipe for success at the moment, and so I don't think it needs much changing to what they have been doing. Um, I'm not, yeah, I don't know if that's a, if it's as simple as that. You know, they, the, the way they've been playing at the moment, it, it doesn't really matter who they're playing against. They, they understand what works for them. And you sort of see it, it's more them imposing their game rather than trying to adapt to who they're playing against. Yeah. Mate, and one, yep. more, one more quick one from me, Kevy. Uh, can they win it this year? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm a, yeah, no, I, I say that humbly, but um, with, with, and with full confidence that I've always not putting any... Uh, extra pressure on them, but um, you know they they're really playing really exciting football. It's, it's rugby that we all love to watch, um, but it's uh, winning it's winning rugby as well. So um, they are more than they are more than capable of winning it all this year. Well, Kevin, thanks very much for your uh, for your bold prediction here on Blues Brothers, and thanks very much for your time. Go well with uh, with all the endeavours that you're involved in, and good luck with all your training for the upcoming fight for life. Thank you, man. Take care. It's always good to catch up. Cheers, legend. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.